0: Welcome back to another episode of the Ocean Pancake Podcast. Today we have my dear friend David Gersh here with me, who is an incredible photographer. He is currently in Tonga taking some spectacular photos of humpback whales and diving with them every day. In this week's episode, you will learn all about how he became a valuable member of the diving industry, essentially, how he built up his skills, how he got from PADI, SSI, SDI, what he thinks about the different organizations, and how you can really boost your skills, boost your experience to get these incredible diving opportunities across the world. He works in ocean conservation, he works as a scuba diving instructor, he works as a photographer, he works in social media, he works basically a bit of everything. So join us today and if you have any questions you know where to find me on Instagram Vegan vegandivercat youtube vegan diver cat and yeah send me an email or anything like that show notes will have all the things we've talked about and yeah i would love to hear from you guys also since this is a new podcast if you can just take a minute and rate it on whatever podcast app you're using whether it's itunes or spotify i would greatly appreciate that so yeah thank you so much for listening Every day, there's a new news story about the crisis facing our ocean, whether it's the plastic issue, overfishing, pollution. If the oceans die, we die. Fortunately, we have plenty of environmental activists, marine conservationists, and eco-warriors who are out there every day fighting to protect our oceans and our Earth. On the Ocean Pancake Podcast, we're going to be hearing from some of them about how to decrease our environmental footprint, go plastic-free, participate in ocean conservation, cleanups, and even maybe some marine science. So welcome to the Ocean Pancake Podcast, where the goal is sustainability and living a turquoise life. My name is Kat Skova and I'm your host today. Let's get into this week's episode. my good friend David who is a very talented photographer, scuba diving instructor and just all around fantastic human being. Hi David, <laughs> welcome Welcome to the Ocean Pancake Podcast, how are you today?
1: Yeah, very good, that was a pretty awesome introduction, I don't know if I uh, tick all those boxes but I hope I do, so <laughs> that's all good.
0: Um, we've just actually spent the last couple of hours um, working on Lightroom together and David's been giving me some tips on editing because I've been struggling with that so I've very much appreciated having some insider knowledge. And for those of you guys who don't know, if you want the best quality photos, make sure to shoot in RAW. (laughs) Because I didn't know that for the past three years. Yeah. Learn something new every day. That's it. Anyway, so today we are going to be talking a lot about diving, a bit about David's career, and kind of um, what he has been up to to this point. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got into diving in the first place?
1: Well, how I got into diving, basically, um, from a very young age, I would just go with my parents to the Red Sea, go Mm -hmm. snorkeling. And um, we would go quite a lot, uh, a few times a year. And uh, from here to there, I think it was quite kind of, you know, inevitable just seeing people diving, doing snorkeling, free diving. So from a young age, I kind of knew that's what I want to do. I don't know, I just always been drawn to to this kind of stuff, so... Yeah, just going to the beach, really.
0: <laughs> how long have you been a diving instructor now?
1: Uh, seven
0: years? Where did you get Six your years? course?
1: Uh, back home in Israel, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's why I've done, done, done my base, things. my basic course, but then I became, uh, like, I started with SSI, became almost like an instructor trainer with SSI, but then I went into PADI because I moved to Mexico, and then that's how I kind of moved into becoming an IDC staff instructor, but it's like... Every place I go to, I've learned more. If it's specialties, if it's Mm -hmm. going more with that, kind of, yeah. So every place, I kind of took a few courses.
0: Um, I get a lot of questions from people about which dive organization they should go with in terms of SSI or PADI. Do you you have any input?
1: It's a funny one because I am teaching PADI, SSI, and SDI. Wow. Um, And there's no... The only reason I went with... Okay, every organization has its uh, pros, and advent, cons, yeah, yeah. pros and cons, but I think my my biggest kind of uh, tip would be, and I, and I wish somebody would have told me that when I started, mm-hmm. is start with Patty mm-hmm. only because all of the other organizations, um, they recognize Patty when Patty doesn't recognize any other organizations. Oh. So if you do... If, if I've started with SSI and for me to become a Paddy instructor, I couldn't just cross over and pay a certain amount of money, do a bit of mm-hmm. theory and just just get... Because at the end of the day, they're all very similar. Yeah. Um, so with Paddy, I had to do the whole IDC again, which I didn't mind. I've learned a lot, but I had to pay full amount. Like I, I kind of okay. did two instructor courses oh, for uh, no real reason. If I've done the Paddy, I would have done... I've just done the IDC. Yeah. And then for SSI, you just cross over or SDI was very quick. I was kind of done just the theory online and... Okay learned their standards and mm-hmm. how they um, run their classes yeah. and their, um, how do you call it, like sessions or yeah. whatever you want to call it? Yeah. Um, and then I was just teaching by their standard. Yeah. Um, if you ask me which organization I prefer, and, and I think I think uh, probably Patty would be my least preferable in terms mm-hmm. of uh, progression because yeah. I feel sometimes that um, they ask for too much,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Rather, than, rather than the actual, like, you know, yeah. people who know how to do the work, they know what they're doing, struggle sometimes to get to the higher levels where in other organizations they would, would be able to get to a bit easier and cheaper. We're putting a lot of money. It um, is, it is Like, a, a lot money. of money. So.
0: I, I was recently reading all about the different ones, and to me it seemed that, especially at the beginning, like if you just want to become an open water diver or just to get started, they're all quite similar. Because yeah. They all provide, like, kind of a very similar basis, but then in terms of progression, that's where you really want to consider. And,
1: and before I forget, that's, a, that's an important point. Before I forget, um, the main reason I went into Patty is because mm-hmm. that's the biggest one. Yeah, so, uh, when I was looking for work, again, I wouldn't, I've got nothing against Patty, don't get me wrong, but if uh, the reason I actually went into this was because of work, yeah. So, I started with SSI because that was. In Israel the biggest at the moment at the time mm-hmm. and then I looked for a work job in New Zealand through SSI, which I found So it was mm-hmm. no problem. And then I wanted to go to Mexico, but I couldn't find SSI. So I went to Paddy. Yeah, and then from there when I went back into Australia or the South Pacific It depends like I've been to an island in the South Pacific where they asked me for SSI So lucky I had it when I was oh, okay. working in other places in Australia. It was SDI Mm-hmm. So, I had to shift to SDI only because the dive shop was SDI. So, it, I didn't change because I wanted. I kind of changed because of the job offer that I've had. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Not because otherwise I would have just stayed with one organization and, you know what I mean?
0: What, what is SDI? I'm sorry. I Scuba Divers International.
1: Scuba Divers International. They've developed from TDI, which is Technical Diving International. Oh, okay. So, right. it started as a technical organization and then they saw the market and they developed a recreational side of it. Yeah.
0: Alright, that makes sense. Well, you've certainly done a lot of travel and a lot of teaching in the past seven years, um, and you didn't actually go to university, which is one of the questions I get asked a lot is, is diving a viable career to do? Should people go to university, or should they just become diving instructors, or uh, one or the other? Uh, what, what is your opinion yeah. as someone who has been thriving in the diving industry, essentially, for oh, the
1: past seven yeah. years? I, I don't know how to how, how say thriving. Um, I was all do, personal. I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay, but um, I have a lot to say about this in general, but I think um, uh, people are looking at this, uh, and this is not diving specifically I'm mm-hmm. talking about. I think in general, um, especially nowadays, 2019, um, we were used to being pushed into university into studying by our parents, which I yes. understand because at that time this was like a linear kind of uh, path. You finish school, you go to university pretty much, you get a job and this is what you do forty years and yeah. we live in a different time. Um first of all the information is there. Uh, some things you don't even have to go to I'm, i got nothing against university again I'm all, I am I want to go to university Yeah. But <laughs> now I th- that I th- you know what you want to do I exactly feel, but that's it I feel like people are being they're asking should I do or look you should go to university if you find um, a certain subject that you want to learn and develop yourself in interesting if, mm-hmm. don't go because your parents told you or because you know what I mean Like, um, because people think oh if I go to university I wouldn't be able to do this or the opposite or if I go to di- do diving I will not be able to um, I think that I've started with diving because I just love diving. I was a kid and I just said, I'll be a diving instructor. And then reality hit me as I was within the industry and I figured out, okay, it's difficult. There's very few ways where I could develop myself and mm-hmm. progress. And um, I wouldn't say that all of them were very appealing to me. And like I said, it took me a while to find out what I even want to learn. Yeah. Like only when I go to, like, I'm 28 now, when I, go to, when I was 26, that was the time when I said, you know what, if I go to university, which, I, like I said, I do want to go, I want to study environmental management. Yeah. Um, before that, I didn't really know what I want to do. Um, I think a big contribute to that, first of all, traveling teaches you so much. People don't even, people underestimate traveling. <laughs> I think when you finish school don't go to university give yourself three four years honestly like when you're 23 24 it's not too late to go to uni and you'll you'll know what you want to do way better but yeah just travel see how other people live in other places open up to new ideas new cultures languages whatever and to kind of because people live in a bubble within their country you got to zoom out to appreciate what you have yeah and second to kind of get a bit of like a, a scale of Reality around the world mm-hmm. people don't they just jump into you know And how many people do you know they went to uni and they're like this is not what I want to study and like so
0: many people Then there
1: were two but there went too much in right?
0: Yeah, or, or I had friends who dropped out near the end of uni And I think that's what you were talking about is in my school We were never asked what do you want to do after high school? It was which university do you want to go to which, it wasn't a, which even... again
1: at the time? Like in older times yeah. this this would be a relevant question, yeah. whereas nowadays the question should be what would you again this is like in the perfect world, what would you love to do yeah i've had I've done jobs that I didn't want to do because yeah, I had no course. no choice but when you're choosing your career you're you i think everybody should do what they want to do yeah, if they can
0: I, I had I had no idea that there were options outside of university, and I was very lucky because I did study something I loved, I studied physics, and I had an incredible um three and a half years because I had to repeat a semester, because it's hard, mm-hmm. uh, and then I did education, which just reinforced kind of my ideas that I love teaching, and during my whole university time, I was actually a scuba diving instructor, mm-hmm. so um, whether, if you, if you do really want to go to uni, and you do want to do diving, it's not mutually exclusive, you can do it together, yeah. and I actually found it to be the perfect solution to, to a lot of my, like, weekends at uni, because my... University friends, they would go to uni and then they would like go work at a bar or a cafe or in an internship, right? And they would be indoors making money to pay for different things while I got to do my hobby as my job. Yeah. So I got to kind of hit the two birds with one stone in in a manner of speaking. So I got to be outside, got to do what I love and it was my job. So um, it was kind of...
1: Well, that's it. That's like the perfect kind of uh, balance and... um I think a lot of people kind of come up with the idea of university is going to give me the tools to be able to do this, mm-hmm. which is, you, you know, you finish university and you realize, holy shit, like reality is completely different. Yeah. <laughs> um, outside yeah. to actually do the things I need to do, I need to learn a completely new thing. Yeah. Everyone learns and on the job. That's it. And, and again, the theoretical part behind certain, you know, you can't just become a doctor by just going, I mean, you can, but it will take you probably longer. If you mm-hmm. just go to a hospital with no knowledge and start learning on the job. I don't think
0: they'd allow you to do that, though. That's, I think, think that's more the but issue. That's what I'm matters. saying. But th- <laughs> I'm just saying, think about it
1: theoretically. Eventually, you would you would learn. Yeah, yeah right? of course. But other professions, mm-hmm. a lot of the things you can learn, actually, by yourself. And I'm kind of leading into what we're doing. So, yeah. I, I always was into uh, uh, wildlife and nature and ocean mm-hmm. and that kind of led me into learning about conservation and how important it is to do all these things we're doing and then I said okay how do I make myself part of this and then I started to learn how to get involved and what skills to develop to be able to uh, um, offer yeah. things to other people so I could, I could kind of get into those type of jobs without having the the you know the degrees from university because again it, the degree is only part of it, a lot of it is experience you know. Definitely. So, and and, and yeah, the skills, you, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of the stuff nowadays, you can just go on YouTube or you can just do all kinds of courses online mm-hmm. through different platforms. Yeah, I'm you currently can,
0: on Skillshare, which is pretty yeah. great. Otherwise, Udemy is another great platform. Um, but what, yeah, kind of, so. what kind of skills do you feel like have really helped you, kind of set you aside in terms of diving? Because you're a diving instructor in three different companies, so you're clearly, you know, very competent. But what set you aside from the thousands of other diving instructors applying for these incredible jobs?
1: Well, um, first of all, I guess it's experience. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't getting maybe as much opportunities when I just started. Yeah, because again, a lot of it was uh being in this industry mm-hmm. understanding how everything works um getting to know the right people yeah um it's not just not just right not just not just to like help you out with um oh i know this guy or not that guy more of like just following and shadowing these people you know practically yeah. and seeing how they do stuff so i could become better and learn from people that i idolize um, i think uh a lot of it is uh well if you kind of need to, you, that's the thing. Like, I th- like we spoke about before, mm-hmm. years ago, everything was more simple. Now we live in a time where everything is kind of connected. Yeah. You know what I mean? So y- you can't just be a dive instructor anymore, I think. I mean, you can, but there's so many other things you could offer as a diving instructor if we're talking about like um, media. So a lot of yeah. people you know, younger than us, they they way better in social media probably than me.
0: Yes.
1: Um and a lot of uh, the dive shop owners for example, they're not as good as them in, mm-hmm. in the in and and this is this is something that I say to everyone that asks me this question or this is what businesses don't understand in twenty nineteen. Any business if you're even if you're like a freaking uh, a shop that sells shoes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A bar, <laughs> a restaurant, uh any Business, you can come a cleaning, mm-hmm. cleaning uh, company, whatever. Yeah. Before your this, you're a media company. First of all, mm-hmm. once businesses realize that they're a media company first, then things would shift for them. You know, they will they would be able to make first of all way more income, but they will be out there and people could find them because nowadays, if you if you're not out there, mm. you don't really exist. And the way people are searching for, whatever they're yeah, searching, it's all online. It's is, all it has Instagram. Changed.
0: It's Facebook. Um, I and know there's nothing we, bad about it. Yeah.
1: The opposite. I found the most. This is how I got to all of the networking that's that true. I've. Everybody I have met and know, like that's I'm how talking we met. fam. That's how we met. Yeah. <laughs> but like every yeah people with my interests or thing project that I was projects mm-hmm. that I was starting trying to get into, everything was Instagram or Facebook.
0: Yeah. And um, we, were, we were talking about this last night, how in Cairns here, where, where we both are currently, well, Port Douglas, which is just an hour north of Cairns, uh, there are so many wonderful conservation organizations. For example, we've both done some work with reef restoration. Uh, you guys might have seen my video about that. Um, there's also the Turtle Rehabilitation Center on Fitzroy Island. There's also Parley, which is one of the biggest beach cleanup um, things in the world but I've been speaking to a lot of people around here and when I say oh I'm volunteering or I've talked to these people they stare at me like what? who? what? Yeah. and it really comes down to the, you know we found them because we were really looking Yeah. but they're not that easily found and that's I think yeah. because of this whole media first
1: and yeah and it's perfect a, a, a really amazing example is coral gardeners which I think mm-hmm. everybody should kind of have a look into they're um, amazing they're very like they just made made it first of all they made it cool but their presence their online presence is very good and that's why big kind of um like for example i forgot her name but one of the famous photographers from NetGL, she went there Mm -hmm. hang out with these guys you know so i mean how do you get funding how do you get all this kind of stuff you gotta put your work out there but you gotta make it approachable you got to make it cool i know it sounds funny but yeah you gotta be cool um (laughs) And uh, you gotta be be cool, not not in a not in a annoying way of you doing what everybody else is doing. I mean, believe in what you're doing and do it the right way. But you gotta being
0: genuine and bringing yourself to it. That's this is another
1: thing. Yeah, this is how you set yourself aside. I think maybe that's one of the things that helped me. Yeah. um, uh, Get the stuff that I'm getting, or you know, doing what I'm doing is. And again, I'm very at the beginning of of my way. I'm still learning all the time, obviously, and um, you know, so. A lot of it is this. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning how to do all this kind yeah. of stuff. It's so changing of, all the time.
0: One of the most invaluable things, essentially, that you can offer um, if you want to be a diving instructor is having some of that background, you know, whether it is a bit of an online presence or know how to use a social media or know how yeah. to take photos. photos yeah, photography or, is videos. a huge
1: one because, well...
0: Yeah, all that. Editing. Those are all so important in our industry to, to kind of get... Diving out to the general public like I don't know if you noticed but a couple of years ago There was this enormous shift where all of a sudden everyone like heard about free diving like before then no one heard about it And then some now uh, it's
1: starting to become a thing. Yeah,
0: it's it's a huge thing And even I think it was Rolex I might be wrong one of these big watch companies had a free diver like don't crack under pressure as their whole marketing campaign Right and I found that so amazing because all of a sudden all these people are getting interested in free diving like it's the more people that come to uh, the ocean and get to know the ocean I think are gonna fall in love with the ocean and then we have a better chance of protecting it like that's, yeah yeah that's that's for my sure. biggest thing for that's sure why I kind of want to get everyone involved <laughs> yeah and
1: you mentioned photography I mean nowadays everybody has an iPhone yeah or a, at least a decent camera obviously to get like really good good quality stuff obviously, you need to invest in equipment as well but even to be um, you know what is what is the definition of an expert Someone who knows a little bit more mm-hmm. than most. Yeah. And it's so easy to become, again, not... Of course, there are experts. Experts, and I have fully respect <laughs> for them. This is We're the peop- still
0: beginning. This We're is, still learning this every is the people.
1: This is the people who I look up to, obviously, and I have a lot of people that I admire, and I'm try- striving to be as good as them. But my point is, it's very easy nowadays mm-hmm. to just focus on something you want to learn and become an expert in that field yeah. very quickly. Mm-hmm. And by expert, I mean knowing enough more than the majority that is surrounding you to be appealing for them too and again once you kind of have the foot in the door in a certain thing um let's let's take my personal example because Mm -hmm. i don't want to just generalize i can tell you about myself my experience i started taking photos two years ago was it the first camera i bought yeah
0: i've been taking photos for longer please don't compare photos you guys because
1: I always kind of loved it, mm-hmm. to be honest, but I never kind of... I just said, you know what, that's it, i got to get into this, I want to see how it goes, and um, for me, through photography, it opened up so many, so many doors, mm-hmm. and um, again, like, I've self-taught, I didn't go to, I didn't take any courses, and again, I'm not saying I'm the best, or whatever, um, but I think my level is not too bad, and a lot of it was just YouTube, mm-hmm. and experimenting, and getting out there, but my go. my point is, be able, being able to do good photography. Yeah. is very easy to get to if you learn the basics and you invest the time into learning how to do it properly. And you're already above like ninety percent of people that have no idea how to take proper photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and
2: it's and again, I'm not saying
1: I'm not saying like in a bad way that everybody are whatever. I'm just saying it's yeah, no, very easy to become a good photographer f- fairly quickly. And put yourself aside from from the majority of people and then look you're a dive instructor yeah. you can take photos you can take videos you can do social media
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: this is that that's it you're not just a dive instructor
0: yeah you got a lot more to bring to the table and make these companies a lot more uh, a, give them a lot more value and give your clients a lot more value. Of course. And you've just really inspired me because I'm like, yeah, I can do it. I can be a better photographer now. I and mean, <laughs> it, But
1: it's very, very easy. You can just follow a few people on YouTube, find the things that you find, go on Instagram, see the people that you, um, that you find, like that you enjoy seeing what they're putting out and try and kind of experiment and learn how to do what they're doing. Um,
0: who Who are some of your big, like, inspirations?
1: Well, there's a few. So, obviously, um, if we're talking video, behind the mask,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, Florian Fisher and the team, wow, I just love what they're doing. Um, Especially their color. Like, for me, okay, if we're talking like on more professional, something that I'm striving to learn is coloring my videos um, as good as they do. Because their colors, I think, are amazing. Editing, of course, is amazing. But... For me, like the the thing that kind of differentiate them from other people is just, just the, the quality, color, yeah. the color. Um, so that's one. Um, if we're talking photography, so of course there's um, Scott Portelli and Darren Jew, and um, Alex Kidd and um, uh, Alfred. I can't remember his last name, um, but you can find them all on Instagram. They're amazing photographers, um, and there's many. Um, so, yeah, just kind of just kind of, start jumping in the water, playing around with cameras and, and, and see, you know, learn how to do this kind of stuff and develop your own style and see how you go from there. But my, my point being is, yeah, it's so easy to be able to give more and people need to start seeing themselves as a business mm-hmm. rather than just, I'm mean, just a dive instructor that works for, you know, whatever. You can, if you come to a dive shop, even if maybe there's things that, You can offer that they're not doing, and you can develop those things within the dive Mm -hmm. shop, and this way you can come up with. I know not every dive shop would want to hear it or whatever, but I'm sure that most would. And um, you can you can create new ways of getting clients or income or, you know, every region in the world has its things to offer that maybe even the you know the way that we're doing things until now, uh, it was it was great. I mean, there's more ways you can bring more stuff, more like for example. Now that I'm... Photography-wise, I'm not too bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I know enough to yeah. be able to teach others. I can offer underwater photography workshops.
0: Yeah. And yeah. There's... I'd come. Let let Thank me you. know when you're having one. Because I'll definitely come there. And yeah, so... Show some before-after shots of, like, my... Before your photography workshop. <laughs> the terrible photos I'm taking. And then
1: hopefully... No, no. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not terrible. No one is... That's the thing. No one is taking, like, terrible photos. But to make him from not that good to amazing yeah the gap is so small yeah you and need, it's and like you in, need
0: help like it's hard to do completely yeah by of
1: course i didn't like i said i watched how other people do it i saw um i listened to podcasts or saw videos on youtube yeah. and i was like oh that's why yeah that's why i'm not getting this right or that right and then i went out i played around and i i figured it out
0: yeah. So, so it's amazing how many free resources there are out there like yeah. podcasts yeah. which is nowadays insane. people use it. And right. YouTube is all free of course so there's so many things you can learn from there um
1: And not everything is free. You can support those yeah, of course. a lot of those people are actually offering like uh, uh products or courses online or support their Patreon, which which some like of the Yeah, if we, some some of them actually did um, are paid to to be able to learn. Yeah, of course. Um but like yeah, the majority of it is free which is amazing
0: yeah which which just shows that even if you don't have a big budget all you need really is that drive and dedication and time to actually get into it to set yourself apart from the people and then the thing is you can add that stuff to your resume like under like relevant skills you can say i've done this photography course i've done this like marketing course like all of that is going to just give your it's all relevant an extra oh that's how they're spending their time even if it's a free course they'll see that you had that interest yeah well they, um, don't, need to, they, they, they don't need they don't need to they know if it's free or not free. It, yeah. it doesn't matter but
1: but the point is that
0: even if it's not university that's what i'm saying even yeah. if you don't have a university um, thing there which just it doesn't mean as much as it used to as we already mentioned again
1: um, i wouldn't like i wouldn't i wouldn't maybe phrase it as it doesn't mean as much it just uh, nowadays to be able to to do the things you want to do yeah you can kind of, uh, you don't have to, yeah. to have a specific qualification to university to be able to do it. Yeah. Um, like I said, for me, the reason I want to go to uni is to just develop my knowledge in, in a side, like in an area that I'm, I would love to learn more. Mm-hmm. And the only way for me to do it is to actually go and study and learn and yeah. listen to other people do this. But um, like I said, I didn't even know what I want to do. So I just kind of jumped into doing the stuff that I do know I like.
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: And from there, I, I discovered what actually, you know, keeps me passionate about what I'm doing yeah. rather than choosing something that I'm not sure that I would like to do and then trying to push through to make my parents proud. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Because like, our parents are proud of us. if We're <laughs> happy in doing what we love. I'm sure yeah. my parents never thought that I'd be working as what i'm doing (laughs) i
1: think i think my mom is still disappointed of me a little bit yeah yeah, i think so i think so but not in a bad way she knows i'm happy and and i'm good but she if i would tell her hey look i'm going to uni to do my uh, degree in uh, physics she'd be like i love you more yeah you see i think
0: my parents think that i might go back to eventually and you know i'm not ruling it out but i think i think like you said now that i've kind of been traveling and i've been out in the field so i've been out of university now for two years which is still not long enough to kind of get my footing and figure out what i want to do but i think i want to go back and i think i want to do my masters maybe my phd but this time something more ocean related because that's really where you know my passion lies and i think that's also where um you know we need a lot of work done on the whole plastic pollution issue on the whole um you know the coral reef yeah it's just all the stuff that's happening in our oceans
1: and I think um one of the reasons as well that kind of uh, pushes people I can again I, I'll say about myself because that's what I, I can definitely tell you but pushes people to develop in certain ways is mm-hmm. because when I started in the diving industry okay at the beginning being a diving instructor was enough but then you know I'm older now there's things I want to achieve and um just doing diving is not enough for me even financially okay. so I thought okay, I kind of, I got, like I said, I got into photography because I liked it, but then I said, oh, wait, I could actually make money out of this Mm -hmm. as well. And then that's what kind of pushed me into pushing more because I said, okay, let's see what projects I could actually get out of this. And by actually getting, starting to get projects and people people actually hiring me to do all kinds of stuff now, I'm like, that's amazing. And it's kind of feeding itself Mm -hmm. now. And I'm thinking, okay, what else can I do? So now I want to go study so I could be able to offer myself into maybe some, other projects, but that's again... Some
0: NGOs <laughs> or something.
1: Yeah, 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 that's exactly, cool. so...
0: Another one of the most common questions I get is about finances and scuba diving, and it, and it's true that, especially once you kind of, you know, get a little bit older and you mature and you've done done the, the diving thing for a little while, um, there's not that much... Th- that many places to go in terms of the future of diving, unless you want to become a manager of resorts, unless you want to get involved in like patty in the offices there, or what was the third thing? No, you I said? mean you
1: can become. There's yeah, there's like a few ways you can, diving wise pathways, for work like we said. There's commercial diving.
2: Yeah, commercial. And there's diving. recreational.
1: If you're going recreational, you can develop and become an instructor trainer, instruct, instructor certifier, which is great. And then from there, like you said, become. Yeah. Higher and higher, if that's something that you were into. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you are. There are limits. I think that's that's kind of the crossroad that I've had as well. So.
0: It's at that what seven year age? You've you've reached the seven year age. That's what it is. What is that? Ah, uh, is it? That, that, what like a, what that is? That's apparently like in weddings. After seven years, you kind of just like that's it. That's right. Like the make or break or relationships in general. Right. Um, seven so, years. So maybe it's like that uh, with. Um, with diving as well.
1: for me it was like five years <laughs> five no, six never, years five, si- five six years point yeah it was for me <laughs> i
0: never made it past two um,
1: so. and again yeah. i i really 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 enjoy uh teaching and still doing everything i was doing before as yeah, a diving instructor but it's just it got to a point where i needed more
0: yeah and you've actually started something very cool that i'm quite excited about and it's called my dive pro so can mm. you tell me a bit more about it and kind of what, what what's your mission
1: with so, this website and app is it it's a, a platform right platform now um potentially we do want it to become an app it's yeah. not just me it wasn't just my idea i it was something that I kind of was thinking about a long time i know other, a lot of other people had it in mind as well mm-hmm. um and then a couple of good friends of mine run and daniel that i've met a while ago in mexico and even before that in israel mm-hmm. and we thought man this is something that we should this should exist in the diving industry so we're talking about is basically a platform where you can find dive professionals Mm -hmm. and connect to them directly as as an individual and you choose your dive professional by first of all where they are in the world where you want to go but by what they can offer you specifically because again going back to everything we just spoke about every person has other things to offer and at the end of the day the most important person in the whole experience of you going into diving and any in-water activity you're doing mm-hmm. is the guy who actually takes you in the water yeah like with all the respect to all the dive shops and whatever um the at the end of the day make or the, break
0: the course yeah that's it's it just...
1: that's it and we all know this after we've been through this yeah and a lot of people don't realize this mm-hmm. before they actually jump in so we're trying to, we built we built a platform um, and it's going pretty well and we need more people to jump on this and start using it. It's still in developing stages, so so it's great. And um, yeah, basically, we you jump on the thing. Let's say you want to go diving in Mexico mm-hmm. and you just search by location or by specific activity you're looking to do and then it will show you all the dive professionals that are registered. Mm-hmm. It's all for free, by the way. Um, all the people are registered and you can choose by the person if it's, a language uh, preference. That you, maybe yeah. someone that can offer you a course in German, and you're German, and you would like to do that rather than in English.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe there's a guy in Mexico who can do this, and you know, tick all the boxes that you're looking for. Maybe it um, could be many different uh, aspects that people are looking for, specifically, to suit their needs in the best way. That's really- So we're just trying to kind of close the gap between people and professionals, and uh, be able to make them more valuable within the. Yeah. Business that they're in, if they're freelancers or working for another dive shop,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and obviously be able to attract more customers, put more income, and be able to stay within this industry for longer than, let's say, the average time that is now. Yeah.
0: Um, because of
1: all the things that we discussed.
0: Yeah. And for all of you guys who have gotten your dive course, you know you will never forget your instructor. You will yeah. never forget the person who first took you underwater. So, to have someone who really matches your needs and your interests and your kind of language even, it really makes a huge difference. And that is the first thing I say to anyone who asks me where should I pick where to do my open water course or even dive master or instructor it's, uh, before course. Before the where, it's who. Yeah, it's it's who. Yeah. So if you guys are looking uh, in terms of where you should do your courses, go meet the people who you'd be doing the courses with. And I yeah. know that's hard and that's exactly what my dive pro can kind of eliminate like That's having it. to so you on know, the, you can
1: yeah on the platform it you just go and you on the profile you have all the information you have uh everything they're qualified their experience mm-hmm. what they're offering um all of the like every activity has its uh, itinerary so you can read everything that is involved everything
0: specialties things like that and the
1: cool thing is you actually book through directly through yeah. the platform, you you just choose the experience you want, and you can book directly with the person. You can get in contact with them directly mm-hmm. through our messaging. Uh, uh, how do you call it? Messaging uh, system system, yeah. And and you and you know who you're going with, what to expect, just and you have all of his experience, so you know who that person is. Yeah. You kind of get to know the person from before. It's like a Facebook thing for that profession. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. No, and, I think um, I think it's a
0: great idea, and I I really hope it catches on more that more people realize how important it is well people mm. once they've done their courses they realize but i want yeah. people to realize before
1: that's that's always that's what we i wouldn't say struggling but this is like the shift that we're trying to, to do yeah exactly from people to realize this is how you should look for your um activity rather than uh just um going on trip advisor and seeing which dive shop is number one i mean again maybe the dive shop is number one obviously because of the people who work there as well but Sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes yeah. uh, people go to they they go to on an experience and they realize, man, you know, if I would have known. But again, it's things that they yeah. realize only after they've been through a course or through an activity. Things that they might not even think of at the time. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to kind of give them all the information to start with and kind of.
0: Yeah. Help the
1: them. Purpose. Help them find the right person that will give them the best. Uh, best experience possible possible.
0: Um, so yeah make sure to check out that platform whether you're a new diver or you're an instructor or anywhere in between because it's it's mydivepro.com super easy to remember yeah oh Oh, I gotta sneeze (laughs) (laughs) okay I'm fine it went away um all right I think that was that's good. Probably all the topics we wanted to, yeah. to cover today. So David, thank you so much for for sitting down and chatting with me. Yeah, and it. um we had a we had a really fun chat last night as well when we were talking to some other people who work in converse con, conversation <laughs> conservation. Uh, and, um, yeah, David was saying that he, he would actually consider starting his own podcast cause it seems yeah. like such a great medium. I love it. So, uh, if you've enjoyed this, make sure to keep your ears peeled for that. I don't know when it's going to come out. Maybe by the end of 2019, if we <sighs> poke him a lot, um, he's currently heading off to some incredible, um, trips, uh, in Tonga and things. So check out his Instagram, Cause you will be jealous of all the whale <laughs> photos um, but yeah you'll be able to see kind of what we've been talking about and yeah this man has only been taking photos professionally for two years so just yeah, know, not even
1: in August it's gonna be two years
0: so two years from now like you could be that or even better if in you less
1: in less than two years yeah in less just, than two years. just
0: go do some free YouTube or t- take a course or yeah. you know um, and like, it's not as
1: it's not as as hard and far seem yeah as people think
0: and just reach out to people everyone in this industry loves oh, yeah. making connections and yeah never be
1: just... shy to reach out it's yeah yeah
0: so so send us a message if you have any questions about any of the topics we've covered um you know our social medias vegan diver cat and david gersh again everything's going to be written down in the little i don't know is it a description box in a podcast i've, never, I've never done a podcast <laughs> i'm so I still don't know. new to this this so, is my um, f-
1: second official some podcasts i've been part of so Ooh, exciting so
0: yeah <laughs> well soon soon you'll be a pro I'm yes
1: i want to i want to do my own it's so <laughs> much fun and uh you see this is another cool thing you can do yeah i don't know maybe you can you can start a, a cool podcast that yeah, has exactly. a a lot of following and this would be another thing that you just said the podcast is like the biggest uh, yeah it's it's
0: growing enormously like there's only like one million podcasts um channels versus 50 million youtube channels and 50 million you can you can become a podcast influencer yeah you can become a podcast influencer (laughs) and that's really the future um uh if you guys are podcast aficionados i'm sure you're familiar with pat flynn um, and if you do want to start a podcast, and this is advice to you too. What you should, is, what's Pat Flynn? What is he Patlin, doing? Pat Flynn, he is amazing, and he has a podcast, and he actually teaches how to start podcasts, and he talks all about oh, see, So, who would and you want to go into stuff. a course with?
1: With this guy. Yeah. Why? Exactly. Because it's like a thing on. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing what we talk Exactly. You know what I mean? So.
0: Yeah, so. And again, word of mouth is a huge thing, and he, he offers so much stuff for free, just like you can get free stuff for photography. Um, but then there's, you know, certain things you. Yeah. pay for like please pay for a dive course you know yeah. like actually get certified yeah <laughs> that is the one thing we're definitely gonna say hey <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. not just for our own like. you know it's not for business or money it's because of your safety diving is one of the most incredible things out there but you need to know the rules yeah. and how to do it properly so you and again stable. how do you know
1: that you're gonna get a good training using my dive pro <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shameless plug. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. And um, yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll catch up when you're back from uh, your adventures. Mm Once again, I would like to thank my friend David for taking the time to be on the Ocean Pancake podcast. It was so great chatting with you and I love learning all the things that you have done and you have truly inspired me to become a better photographer. I was actually just editing photos I took from my trip to Mike Ball, and since I shot in RAW, it actually turned out great. So yeah, thank you, David, and all of you guys listening. I hope you've learned something valuable as well. Make sure to check David out on social media. Give him some love. Uh, he's a really talented guy, really good guy, so yeah. If you do want to support me in any other ways, I do have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash vegan diver cat, Or if you want to support the mission, get yourself a Plastic is the Killer t-shirt. They're available on my website, www.myveganexperiment.com. Again, everything is available uh, in the show notes. It would mean the world to me so I could keep doing the work I am doing. Thank you guys so much for listening and all the feedback I've been getting for this podcast has been really great. So I very much appreciate it. Again, if you could just leave a review on iTunes and all that jazz, that would be fantastic. I would highly, highly appreciate it. Of course, if you are looking for anything to do with conservation, sustainability, um, check out my websites. I have so many free resources available for you guys, whether you're interested in conservation work, living a plastic-free life, going vegan, anything like that. It's all there. It's all free. So yeah, go ahead, check it out, and I will see you in the next episode or hear you. You will hear me. All right. Bye.